You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM. Now, my next guest this evening is based in Kilkenny. Peter Wilson is the GM of Avalon House Hotel, a beautiful 19th century manor house in the centre of the heritage town of Castlecomer. I spoke to him yesterday to find out more about the property and its culinary attributes. So let's have a listen. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Peter, you're very welcome to the best possible taste. It's always um, a welcome addition to the show whenever a guest is from the north of Ireland. So although you're from Derry originally, you're based down in Kilkenny now. But I want to ask you a bit first about growing up in Derry and how you ended up in the hospitality industry. Yeah, I suppose I grew up in Derry during the middle of all of the troubles. And I suppose people find it very hard to believe, but as children, I suppose... We used to go to school through um, climb over barricades. We used to get CS gas. We used to get caught up in riots. And people find that very hard uh, to understand and to believe. And I suppose probably in this day and age, it um, it wouldn't um, it wouldn't happen. But I suppose I uh, grew up in Derry. Then we then moved to Donegal. I suppose whenever I was in my sort of early teens. If you ask my brother, he says he came from Donegal. And I say I come from Derry. I went to college in Derry. Well, did my diploma in business studies. Always worked in hotels at weekends. And once I finished my diploma in business studies, it doesn't really qualify for anything in particular. Um, a very influential man in my life at the time was a guy called Billy Tai, who I used to work for. And Billy said to me, would you not consider doing hotel management? And after that, I never looked back. I spent uh, many years in a hotel there called Red Castle Hotel and Country Club in Redcastle. I suppose then in the early, late 80s, the economy in the north of Ireland was very, very poor. There were no work, there were no opportunities. So unfortunately, when I was very young, I headed off to Wicklow uh, to uh, to work. And I've never gone back to the north since to work, although I go home on a regular basis. So I started off, I suppose, spent a few years in, um, in Wicklow, then went to Dublin. And I suppose my big move was I, at the time, CERT were doing training centres. And I became an instructor with CERT for I think about a year, year and a half. And then for that, I did a little bit of work with, uh, for, well, it would have been CERT at the time, in training centres. And then did my diploma in training with them, which was a great thing to, to get. But again, there was a huge amount of uncertainty. Opportunity came up to go and work for a very famous hotelier uh, at the time in the west of Ireland called Charlie Sinnott. And went to the Connemara Coast. So I did three years with Charlie on the Connemara Coast and um, then had an opportunity to open Knock Ranny House Hotel in Westport. So spent three years, opened the hotel there, spent three years in Westport and had another opportunity to open the Kilkenny River Court. Um, was there for seven years and during that time I worked with Xavier McAuliffe, who was a very progressive uh, businessman at the time in, in developing the Lyrath um, Estate. And that probably took about three or four years of my life. And coincidentally, another good Northern Ireland man was the architect, um, a guy from Belfast, and um, spent about seven years in the River Court. And, and then just as Lyrath opened, I decided to move and open another hotel. So I spent nine years 
in White's of Wexford. So opened Lyrath and White's of Wexford all in the one year. So I spent there for seven years, sorry, nine years in uh, in Wexford. I suppose Lyrath was always a bit of unfinished business for me. I always wanted to go back there. Um, hotel had gone through very tough times, like most hotels in the country, was in receivership. Um, knew the hotel would probably come on the market. Got an opportunity to go and manage uh, Mount Juliet. Was in Mount Juliet for about a year and a half. And then luckily Xavier McAuliffe um, got the hotel, got Lyrath back again, asked me to go back and work for him and came back to Lyrath. Never lived, never left Kilkenny, always lived in Kilkenny and uh, stayed in Lyrath for about three or four, about four years, I think, and then decided to go off and do a little bit of work on my own consultancy. Then we had Brexit, then we <laughs> then we had COVID. Uh, I've worked in different parts of the country over the last couple of years, then had the opportunity to come to this beautiful, beautiful hotel in uh, Castle Comer. Uh, 15 minute drive from home, uh, and a hotel with a huge amount of potential. And we're very keen to hear more about Avalon House Hotel because it is a beautiful 19th century heritage property. So all over Ireland today, there's a really good mix of heritage properties that have been redeveloped and then like the, the newly built, brand new um, hotels. But there's something very, very special about a hotel, I think, that is housed in an old property that has been brought back to life and brought up to um, a certain standard to meet today's standards. Yeah, I think anybody who knows Kilkenny, obviously Kilkenny would probably be the one of the heritage capitals of um, of Ireland. And Castle Comber is located about 15 minutes from um, Kilkenny. It's about 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes from Carlow and fairly close to the Leash border as well. Castle Comber itself is a beautiful heritage town. I mean, it really is. It would remind you a little bit of Adair, that type of um, of feeling about it. And the hotel here itself, it goes back to a site that, that uh, was developed, I think, in the 17th century when they started to redevelop here and started to dig at the back of the hotel. They found the ruins of an old fort, which they reckon dates back to the 17th century um, or even a little bit earlier. And it was a site where I think it was built by the English settlers and they were besieged here apparently for three months in 1641. So there was a lot of uh, history around the hotel. But the site of the hotel here itself used to be, it was built um, as part of, um, I can a lot of mining. And there was uh, a lot of mining done here. I think it was the Deer Park Collieries, I think. And it used to be part of the housing house for that. Um, the hotel itself, or the building itself, and was sold. And the... Um, Comerford family who own it currently, their relationship with this property goes back about 50 years. Julie, who would have been um, Jimmy and Jane's mother, her uh, parents, uh, Willie and Lil, bought this property in, uh, I think it was 1972, ran it as a hotel, a small hotel and guest house for many years, up until about 94, I think, then sold it. And Joe and Julie bought it back then and uh, started the whole uh, refurbishment um, program and I think that started in about we started development here in about 2018 or sorry maybe just a little bit earlier than that and that meant uh, refurbishing the entire old house okay or the uh, and obviously because of the history the history involved in the property <clears throat> there was a lot of conservation work went on to that the place has been meticulously um, 
restored. And I think from talking to the interior designer at the time, Joe said no expense was to be spared. She had a free hand and the, I mean, the attention to detail throughout the entire property. It's, uh, it's stunning. There are very few hotels that would have that level of, um, of detail. So in the manor house or the older house itself, we have four bedrooms, uh, two very good size, two little bit small because obviously we, we have constraints. We have restaurant bar, we have a nice little library area and we have our um, part of our reception area there as well. And then from the back onwards, we've built on 30 extra bedrooms. We've built on um, substantial function room. Um, and that's the main part of the hotel. Then during COVID, Jane and uh, Jimmy had a little bit of foresight and we built an outdoor indoor bar. So we have an area there that we use for our wedding couples during the summer. So the roof and that slides back and all the walls come down. So and then we can use it again during the um, during the winter as well. We have a very nice courtyard area as well. Where during the summer you can sit back and uh, dine and enjoy it. And if you want to visit our website, you'll see some lovely pictures and some lovely video of um, of that. I suppose it was a work of uh, love for both Joe and Julie, given the the family history of it. And opened early two thousand and nineteen, and unfortunately, within sort of a couple of months of the hotel opening, Joe died very suddenly and very tragically. And I suppose it was a huge shock. He never got an opportunity to see the hotel that he had dreamed about um, develop. And then, not long after that, about a year or so after that, uh, his wife Julie died. So poor Jane and Jimmy lost both their parents in a very very short period of uh, time. And um, I suppose the hotel now has been taken over by, by Jimmy and uh, Jane, and they both uh, want to continue the legacy that um, their parents have um, left them. And um, we do have plans in the future <clears throat> to add on extra bedrooms, to put on a spa, but we're at the very, very early stages of that. Obviously, with the hotel opening, um, it got a lot of hype in the very early days, but then it's disappeared off the radar completely because during COVID, um, we didn't do any marketing, we didn't do any promotion, and we're only starting to get back on to um, right into the marketplace uh, again. And so what, like most properties, it's probably taken us about a year, year and a half to recover from uh, COVID and the many challenges that has uh, afforded us, trying to get staff, trying to stabilise the team and all of that. But again, we're very, very lucky that we have a very strong local team. I suppose most of our staff are probably local. Um, and that is an asset as well. And um, most of the staff are here um, probably two or three years at least. So we've been very, very lucky from that point of view. We're definitely Kilkenny's best kept secret when it comes to, to hotels. Well, listen, there's no denying that you've gone through a number of huge challenges there and you have really been absolutely fantastic having up a team to, to bring them forward in such challenging circumstances Peter so of course we want to convey our condolences to the family on on those two very sad and tragic deaths as you said if that wasn't bad enough then you'd COVID on top of it I think whenever we look at properties that have so much heritage attached to them it, it can be a huge responsibility to be the custodian of that and it sounds like you have an incredible family there willing to invest whatever it took to bring it to the standard that it is today. 
I mean, there's no doubt Joe and uh, Judy's uh, commitment to this hotel. And not just to the hotel, but I suppose to the local area, to the local community, to try. And, uh, I mean, there's a very, very good um, working relationship and there's there's a very great community spirit here in uh, Castle Comer. And I suppose Joe was very committed to that. And the locals also give us wonderful support. I mean, it's just phenomenal. The, um, the support that we get from the local community here. Obviously, that's what we've survived on for the last number of um, of years. So the hotel has become an integral part of the local community as well, which I think is very important as um, as well. So when I mean, you invest, you put the money in, and I think locals and the local people have uh, have responded. Both Joe and Julie, the Coogan family, and the Comerfords are very well known families locally anyway, and will be highly respected by everybody. So it's sort of it's been a collaboration between everybody. And you compared Castle Comer to Adair there, and I think it sounds like we can very much compare Avalon House Hotel to Adair Manor in terms of the background and the family investment and how well respected the families are in the area. We'd love to be compared to Adair Manor. <laughs> I suppose we're we're a very very on a very small scale, but I suppose it's when you talk which is the commitment to the property, the commitment to the investment. Yes, I suppose Joe was very like uh, JP when it came to that. Money was not his um, overriding factor. It was he wanted quality. And that was it, full stop. It had to be quality. And the values are very much aligned then as well. Yeah, look, I mean, I suppose uh, we would have a sister property. So Joe had, um, and, and the family have experience in the hotel. We would, we have the Academy Hotel just off O'Connell Street in Dublin, which uh, a lot of people would uh, know. Now, it's a different type of property. It's 300 plus bedrooms. And it's in a very busy, very bustling part of um, town. But, uh, I mean, Joe's commitment to this area and the family looks, I mean, that's Joe's legacy continues on in both um, Jane and in Jimmy and both of them will be equally as committed to the local area and to supporting local business, local GAA. I mean, we just see this hotel as such an integral part of um, the local community. And I suppose sometimes it becomes too part of the local community because I'm offering, I'm giving discounts to everybody because Jimmy told, and Jimmy gets hit for every single opportunity. So from that point of view, it can be challenging, but look, it's it's just so welcoming. The family are just, they just want this hotel to succeed so much. And I suppose having worked in many hotels over the years, I suppose a little bit different because most properties that you want to, it's sort of profit is the driving factor. We have to make money here and profit is very important, but it is not the driving factor behind the business. It is the local community. It's offering quality. It's offering service. And that's where we want to go with um, the property. We're at a very early stage on that road, but uh, that's where our goal is. And you're very well placed in terms of your location for visitors coming from Dublin, from Cork, and indeed from this Limerick area that I'm based in. We are. I mean, we're in, you know, Kilkenny is extremely well known. Everyone knows how to get to Kilkenny. And we've, it's been astonishing, particularly since um, all the markets have reopened, how many people have stumbled upon us, either on their way to Kilkenny by taking, they've taken the wrong road and they've ended up coming here. <clears throat> we've just originally uh, joined a regional Irish hotels as well, uh, which will help us on the inter- international market. But because Kilkenny can be so busy, and I suppose the bed stock in Kilkenny has reduced significantly with uh, some of the hotels uh, housing some of um, the Ukrainians, people are sort of looking a little bit further afield. And uh, 
you know, 15 minutes of nothing in this day and age. You know, people will drive 15 minutes. In fact, it's amazing, during the summer we had two gentlemen from the States who flew in on a Thursday, they arrived here on Thursday, wanted to play golf Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, stayed here for those couple of days, flew straight back to the States. And I asked them how to define this, they just found us on the internet. So we found this year to be um, to be incredible. The Irish market is starting to discover us a little bit more. Um, and the feedback that we've received has just been it's been phenomenal. You know, it really is. And it's, uh, it's such a pleasure to work with a team like this and to have such a bright future. Well, you've described the bedrooms and you've talked a bit of, about the team and you've touched on the, the other facilities. But tell me a bit more about Lark's Bar and Lil's because this is where people can enjoy the food and really soak up the, the atmosphere of the property. Yeah, look, we start serving food every morning at 7 o'clock, Monday to Friday, Saturday and Sunday starts at 8, and we serve food more or less right through until uh, 9 o'clock. Uh, Lil's opens until 8, and then we open the restaurant until 9 o'clock. So, like most hotels, we have an all-day bar food menu. So, at breakfast, we start, we serve that in uh, Lil's restaurant upstairs. Um, we probably do 20 to 30 most, most days outside business, which is uh, astonishing for hotels I've never come across a hotel that does that level of um, outside business. Um, and then Lil's tell, or Lark's will open at uh, 11 and we serve them from 12 straight through. Typical bar food menu, we probably change it three or four times a year. And I suppose our menu is very much determined by our business, which would be a lot of his local business. So if the locals don't like what we've put on or if they miss one of our dishes, the menu will be changed to um, to keep everyone happy. And then Lark's itself, or Lil's then will open every evening from five o'clock onwards. Do an early bird menu from five until seven, and then dinner from seven straight through until nine o'clock. And obviously during this time of day when it's quiet, we will do our restaurant downstairs and Lil's. Like most hotels, we have to um, make most use of the assets that we, um, that we have. But um, again, we do exceptionally well, have a very good reputation for food um, locally. And um, I thought people probably haven't always travelled from Kilkenny and from local areas to here, but we found that certainly over the last um, probably six months that we're getting people that are travelling out from Carlow, travelling out from Kilkenny. Castle Comer itself, now we are very lucky, and I suppose uh, I should not promote um, our opposition, but we do have a, a very fine dining Michelin star level uh, restaurant here in Castlecomer called the Lady Anne restaurant separate from the hotel completely but we work very very closely with um, Keith and Carmel when it comes to uh, promoting um, their restaurant so we would do packages with them dine and stay with stay with us and dine with them it's just a totally different experience so we would find that people will come to us will stay maybe for two nights will either dine with us on one night uh, either in the bar or the restaurant and then we'll have the whole sort of Michelin star feel and service with uh, Keith and Carmel. And that collaboration has worked um, extremely well. And I suppose people sort of wonder why we promote another uh, property. But again, we're a small community. Okay, we have to try and bring as many people into that area as we possibly can. And again, we get a huge amount of repeat business because of that. But equally, Keith gets a lot of repeat business because people come and stay with us as well. So look, it works for everybody. It's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. And there's also, is there an adventure park in Castle Comer as well? 
We are about a five minute walk from the Discovery Park, which offers great opportunity for families, for children, but also just for um, if you just want to go for a nice walk around the area, there are lovely lakes, there are lovely woodland walks as well. And again, I mean, the amount of investment the local community in the Discovery Park has been, it's its phenomenal. I don't think there's, there are very few places in Ireland like that as well. And they're very, very proactive when it comes to uh, trying to promote the local area as well. But look, there's so much to do around the area. I mean, if it's families, the Discovery Park is the perfect place. If you want a little bit of heritage, you have the local area, but you have Carlo on your doorstep with Ottoman Gardens, you know, the the, uh, the Barrow, but then obviously you have Kilkenny right on your doorstep. And you have the hustle and bustle of Kilkenny and you come back to the peace and tranquility of uh, Castle Comer. I mean, it's, uh, it really is, it's, uh, it's a great balance. We just need to let people know that, that we, that we actually do exist. Well, look, hopefully from talking to me today, you might see a few bookings coming in from the Limerick area. It does sound like an, an amazing property with great facilities and in a, a fantastic location. So if people want to find out more, you mentioned the website there. Just tell us what the website address is. Yeah, our website is avalonhousehotel.ie and all the information is there. Um, we're just in the process of redeveloping the website, so over the coming uh, weeks and months, you'll probably see lots of changes. As I suppose, as, as the hotel grows, we are increasing. We've now just recently appointed an executive sales and marketing manager as well, which again, just to try and help and promote the property as well. It's uh, again, it's a sign of um, Joe and Jimmy's, Jane and Jimmy's commitment to. Uh, to the property because it's probably something we really can't afford but it's something that's a necessity in this day and age when it comes to digital marketing and trying to get um, our um, our presence out there but the website again is www.avalonhousehotel.ie fantastic peter thanks a million for talking to me about it today and the best of luck now for a busy spring summer season thank you sharon i look forward to hearing the podcast You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM.